Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I appreciate you checking out the Inside Pitch Podcast, a daily look at the Tampa Bay Rays, along with the news and the events that affect both the team and the rest of Major League Baseball. My name is Steve Carney. I'm the Rays Insider for Sports Radio 95.3 WDAE and AM 620. It's the Rays Radio flagship station. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, thank you for finally showing up. I mean, the Rays are in the World Series for crying out loud. But you can never miss another one by hitting that subscribe button. It is absolutely free. Plus, it'll let you go back and check out all of the other podcasts that we have done this season. You can follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Inside Pitch Pod. Emails, you can always send them along as well. InsidePitchPod at gmail.com is the email address. Get ready for game one of the World Series of the Inside Pitch Radio Show. It will take place Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock as we get ready for an 8.07 first pitch from Arlington, Texas. The Rays are in the World Series. Uh, just a note that this podcast was recorded late at night, early in the morning on Sunday morning after the Rays uh, clinched the American League pennant and after I got done with the Zoom interviews. So uh, it is a little long. It is a little uh, disjointed, mostly because I am taking people's questions on Facebook. And you can participate in these Facebook Lives that I've been doing after these games by going to Facebook.com slash 953-WDAE. And with all of that out of the way, let's get today's show going. This is the Inside Pitch Podcast. Hi, this is Kevin Cash. This is Tyler Glasnow. This is Joey Wendell of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch Podcast. Now your host, Steve Carney. And the American League Championship Series is officially over. The World Series awaits the Tampa Bay Rays. As we welcome you in here in the middle of the night, on Facebook Live here on 95.3 WDAE. I am Rays Insider Steve Carney hanging out with you as we are enjoying ourselves following a 4-2 win in Game 7 of the ALCS. The Rays become the first team in Major League history to go up 3-0 on a team, lose Game 4, lose game five, lose game six, and win game seven. And I'm celebrating along with you. I got my my adult beverage here. My uh, my Evan Williams bottled and bond bourbon here as it is 2.26 in the morning. And oh, by the way, I just happen to have an 8 a.m. Uh, wake up here for the Sunday Bucks game against the Green Bay Packers. But I wanted to come on here and I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to uh, give me a shout out uh, and shout out your Tampa Bay Rays. You can do so in the uh, comments. I can read them for you. I can 
uh, put them up on the screen here. Like Jorge saying, good morning. Yes, good morning. And Edgar, awesome win. Congrats, everyone. Absolutely. Did anybody else think that somebody was going to jump out in this game early? Because I certainly did. I thought that the way that these two teams would uh, have played over the last seven days, there is no reason to think why they wouldn't have had someone scoring in the first inning. You think about it, in six of the seven games, they scored in the first inning, uh, and they did it by the home run. That's right. Six home runs in the first inning in this series. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, of the six home runs, four of them were by Astros players and three of them were done by Jose Altuve. But here we are with Randy Arozarena, the American League Championship Series MVP, the first rookie position player ever to win the ALCS MVP award. In fact, the league championship series MVP award. Uh, and I certainly think that we are, uh, yeah, we're enjoying ourselves right now. Uh, I'm enjoying myself. Cheers to the Rays fans. It is a wonderful night to be a Tampa Bay Rays uh, fan right now. Uh, John Miles talking about how Bake Clutch predicted all three teams would win the Triple Crown. We shall see uh, how that works uh, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they got a tough they got a tough road to hoe. But we'll talk about the Bucks uh, throughout the week here on ninety five three WDA. This is all about the Tampa Bay Rays and my buddy David Penzer, uh, the longtime. Uh, wrestling ring announcer for WCW and now Impact Wrestling. Uh, yes, it is going to be a tough 8 a.m. wake-up call, and we certainly do need to toast soon, though I will toast you right now, Mr. Penzer, one of the biggest race fans I know and just a wonderful guy. So let's get into some of the uh, in, into some of the weeds about this game. Getting off to a first uh, inning home run by Randy Arozarena is just absolutely the right way that this game could have gone. With Lance McCullers up there, we saw how good Lance McCullers was in game two. In fact, I think that he outpitched Charlie Morton in game two, even though uh, McCullers was the one who ended up uh, taking the loss in that game. And so I thought this is going to be pretty difficult because he's been absolutely awesome. And Charlie Morton has been very good as well, though. I think that Charlie had uh, a little bit more of a issue with the hard hit baseballs. You saw a lot of hard hit baseballs in game two. Luckily, the Rays were positioned right on defense to take care of those hard hit baseballs. You didn't see that at all against Charlie Morton here in game seven. You saw a lot of weak contact and you saw a lot of swing and miss and he was on because I don't know if anybody personifies game seven clutch more than Charles Alfred Morton. Yes, uh, I used his full name uh, there because he is absolutely clutch after what we saw here this evening. Uh, I want everybody 
to raise your hand in the chat if you thought that Kevin Cash coming out with two outs in the sixth inning to get Morton was a bad idea. After all, Morton had allowed only two hits, and one of them was an infield single that had just occurred to Jose Altuve, and he had struck out six. I'm putting my hand up in the air. I'll tell you that right now. And I had a lot of people hitting me up on social media. I had a lot of people texting me. Uh, I don't think David texted me uh, about it, but I'm sure that uh, I've, I know I had a, a bunch of other people texting me going, what is cash doing? Yes. Hands raised. Look at all these people that saying, you know, they thought that it was the wrong move for Kevin cash to take out Charlie Morton. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Look at all those hands. And yes, David thinks that it was insane. I can't tell you how many people I talked to was like, what in the world is he doing? Even my old buddy pants. Uh, I don't know if you remember pants. Jeff Pantridge used to, used to work on my station uh, close to a decade ago now. And he is now working in the Raleigh Durham uh, area. And I was going back and forth with my buddy pants and he was like, this is the wrong, this is the wrong move. And I, and I was like, I don't know. And he's like, no, 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 this is the wrong move. You've got to leave Charlie Morton in there. And luckily my friend, Jason Collette, who is a, a guy who uh, has written for fan graphs and, uh, for baseball prospectus in the past, uh, brought up the, um, batting average and slugging percentage against Charlie Morton one time through the order, two times through the order, and then three times through the order. And it gets significantly worse the third time through than it ever did through the first and the second. First time through, I think guys hit like 231 against Charlie Morton, which isn't isn't good, but it isn't, you know, it it isn't awful for a batting average against second time through, it goes up to 266. I think it was the number that I saw, which, you know, is not very good. Third time through batters hit 385 against Charlie Morton and their OPS is over a thousand. And so Kevin cash knew what he was doing. And I said to pants, I said, look, I said, if you manage in the moment, because he wanted Kevin Cash to manage in the moment, you got to manage the moment. You can't look at the numbers. You have to manage the moment. And it's like, well, if you manage the moment, the moment can sometimes overwhelm you. If you manage by the numbers, the numbers never lie. And so that was the right move to make at that point. And I was joking with my wife about it. And I said, you've got to think of the noted philosopher, Dr. Phil, because Dr. Phil, and I love using this line and it's absolutely spot on. Sometimes you make the right decision and sometimes you make the decision, right? It doesn't matter if it was the right decision or not tonight, because Kevin cash made the decision. Right. And so now the Rays find themselves with a couple of days off. Yes, they have to get on a plane and fly to Arlington, Texas for the World Series. But the World Series doesn't start until Tuesday. 
And so they will have an opportunity here to get on a plane, get into Arlington. They'll be able to have a, a, a day to rest and relax because the Braves and the Dodgers have to play tomorrow night. And so we don't even know who the Rays are going to face in the World Series, which I think is hilarious. But you have a day to relax. You have a day to figure out exactly how you want your bullpen to look because the Rays are going to have an opportunity to make another change and uh, and have a different set of 28. Uh, you know, we'll see who gets taken off of the roster and we'll see who gets put on it. Um, there are actually going to be days off in this series, uh, there's going to be a day off following game two. So Thursday is a day off and then they'll play game three on Friday, game four on Saturday and game five on Sunday. And of course, that Sunday game is going to butt right up against Buccaneers football uh, in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Um, so maybe they finish in four games. So we can always hope we can always cross our fingers that the Rays can finish off the world series in four games. And we can all be celebrating, uh, then, uh, whether it's against the Braves or the Dodgers, I'm curious, uh, do you, who, what, who do you want to see in, uh, in the world series? Do you want to see Atlanta or do you want to see the Los Angeles Dodgers? Because I think that with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Both of these teams will po pose a very significant uh, challenge here, even more so than the seven games that they just went through with the Houston Astros. Now, John Miles wants the Braves, uh, of course. So, uh, And then Jorge Fernandez says he thinks that the Rays match up better against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think that both of these teams will be very, very difficult. Um, you look at the Atlanta Braves. They have some of the most ridiculous hitting guys so far with, I mean, Acuna, Albies, Freddie Freeman, Nick Markakis, who the Rays did not see uh, when he's off against the Braves during the regular season, uh, Marcakis is there uh, as well. Uh, you see, you're going to see Travis Darno again, who has had a very good postseason. Uh, I really think that the only person that you're going to miss is Adam Duvall because he was taken off of the Braves uh, roster here in the National League Championship Series. And when you do that, you're out for the next series. So they can't put him back on the roster. Oh yeah. And don't forget about Marcel Ozuna. Thank you, Edgar. Uh, so you've got all of these guys that just mash the living bejesus out of the baseball. Their pitching is not quite to the level that I think the Dodgers are. Um, although Max Fried and Ian Anderson are fantastic. Um, but once you get past those two guys, I think that they become very pedestrian. 
uh, in the pitching staff, uh, at, at least starters wise. Uh, their bullpen is still very good, but I think starting wise, uh, you've got a much bigger road to hoe when you deal with the Dodgers because you're going to deal with Bueller and you're going to deal with Kershaw and you've got uh, plenty of other uh, plenty of other guys uh, that the Dodgers will throw at you and they've got a very very good bullpen uh, going all the way spring with Kenley Jansen in the ninth inning and working your way to everybody that they'll throw at you. And I know that there are a lot of people that don't want to see Kershaw in the World Series. Just remember that Clayton Kershaw's record in the World Series isn't that good. Uh, but uh, he will he's the type of pitcher that will stymie uh, hitting staffs with the best of them. And I could see Kershaw having, having his way with the Rays uh, pitching staff. But having him and Bueller... You know, I think that they they could be a very, very formidable foe uh, here for the World Series. The other thing is if it's the Braves, then the Rays will have seen everybody that they uh, in the postseason, they with the exception of the Astros, everybody that they will have seen, they would have seen in the regular season as well, uh, because they saw the Blue Jays, of course, and the Yankees. And then if they see the Braves, they saw the Braves in the regular season as well. Um, Jorge mentions that the Rays didn't do well against the Braves in the regular season. Remember they won both games at the trop though. Uh, you know, they, they lost both of the games at truest park, but that was that road trip where they were still trying to figure out exactly how to deal with the health and safety protocols. And remember that after that, Owen five road trip, they went on and ended up going, uh, 20 and, uh, six the rest of the way. Uh, and so I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're in a much better shape now. Uh, the Rays are against, uh, against the Braves than they were back, uh, in the end of July and the beginning of August. Cause that's the last time that the Rays and Braves saw each other was at the very beginning of the season. Remember the Braves had the final two games of that first homestand against Tampa Bay. And then they were the first two games that the Rays played on the road. So that was the first time that they were away from uh Tropicana field and dealing with having to worry about, um, you know, the health and safety protocols and how, you know, how the hotel's going to work and how this was going to work and how that, there was a lot of, uh, outside interferences that led to that first road trip being absolutely horrendous. And I don't, uh, that's a, that's a road trip that I know I want to forget. And I'm sure you want to forget uh, as well. Uh, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers, I think also hitting wise, you know, we talk about Acuna and Albies and Freeman and Mark and Darnell, but the Dodgers have Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy and Corey Seager and Justin Turner and Will Smith. Uh, they've got a very potent uh, hitting staff as well. So I personally think I would rather see the Atlanta Braves rather than the Los Angeles Dodgers. I know that uh, if Fox had its way, they would want the Dodgers in there because it's the bigger market, but Atlanta is also a very big market. And I think that, you have some pretty interesting 
uh, storylines if it is the Dodgers. Of course, with Andrew Friedman uh, now uh, in charge of everything over in Los Angeles, as he has been for the last five uh, uh, five years or so. Um, and so uh, I'm pretty I think that either way, we're going to have some really, really cool storylines and I'm excited for it. I hope you are as well. Dennis wants uh, wants to know how we can mute Joe Buck. You know what? I guarantee you that Joe Buck doesn't say Michael Perez. Uh, you know, I'm I I love uh, TBS and you know Ron Darling and Frenchie. By the way, uh, Jeff Francoeur, uh, who was the third guy for the TBS broadcasts, maybe the funniest moment I've ever had was watching Jeff Francoeur when he was still playing find out that a teammate that he thought was deaf for the first half of an, a triple-A season wasn't deaf. And he found out because uh, they made a movie about it. Uh, and you can go uh, you can go on YouTube, and maybe I'll put it up on the Inside Pitch Podcast uh, Facebook page. Again, that's facebook.com slash Inside Pitch Pod. But my buddy Cody Decker, um, who, if you don't know, is married to Jen Sturger, um, played with Jeff Rancourt in El Paso and made a movie because they convinced Frenchie that uh, Jorge Reyes, who was a pitcher at the time for El Paso, was deaf. And so they had it going for months. I think they had him go almost almost a full, I almost want to say almost a full two months that they told him that Jorge Reyes was deaf and they, and everybody played along and it was just, and the video that, that Cody made about it was just absolutely hilarious. Um, looking at some of the, some more of the comments, uh, John miles talks about, in know, eight facing a tough Phillies team. Yeah. That Phillies team was, was brutal because, uh, they had a very, very good, uh, starting pitching staff from, uh, Halliday to Cole Hamels to Cliff Lee. Uh, they were really, really tough, uh, and the starting wise. And then of course that was the year Brad Lidge did not blow a save all year and through the postseason. He was perfect in 2008. Every time he came on in a save situation, he converted, uh, you're not going to have that here. This year, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of uh, it's going to be very interesting. The other thing that's interesting about this uh, upcoming series that will start on Tuesday, and I asked Mike Zanino, uh, excuse me, I asked Kevin Kiermeyer about this. I didn't get a chance to ask Mike Zanino about it, but I'm very yeah, and you're right, Spencer. I'm I'm uh, I'm a I'm a year ahead with Roy Halladay uh, that he was there. He didn't get there until 2009 for their second go round, um, but. Uh, the, the question I asked Kevin Kiermeyer was that, um, this is, it's been a very weird season, of course, because <laughs> they, uh, you know, we've had, you know, we had spring training and then the pandemic hits and everybody has to go away. And then we come back and it's summer camp and we have a, um, and then we have this run up, you know, a couple of weeks to get ready for the regular season. 
and there's no fans and there's all this health and safety and, you know, we don't get to hang around with them. So they're not used to seeing us and they have to do all this zoom stuff and they have to do this and they have to do that. And there's, and wherever they're going is it's crowd noise and no fans and cut out um, and cut out uh, cardboards. And so you have uh, a number of weird things that have happened this year. And then all of a sudden they're going to go to Arlington, Texas, and they're going to step on the field on Tuesday evening. And for the first time this year, they're going to be playing in front of fans. There's going to be 11,500 people in the stands at Globe Life Field in Arlington for the World Series. And I know that Rays fans have bought tickets. I've been uh, in touch with a number of them, mostly to see if I can steal one for myself. But that's another story. Um, but there are going to be Rays fans in the stands. And I asked Kevin, I'm like, have you even thought about it? You're going to be playing in a game finally this year. It's going to be, um, you know, October the uh, the 20th. But it, there's finally going to be fans in the stands for you to play in front of. Have you thought about that? And he went, you know, it's a, it's a cool, it's, it's cool to think about, but he really hadn't really hadn't put much thought into it. It's probably something that when they walk into that building for the first time, they're going to, um, they're, they're going to be, it's going to be kind of a shock to the system. Whereas, you know, the teams in the national league championship series have already been playing without fans or with, with these fans, there have been fans in Arlington for the national league championship series. So they're used to it. It's going to be completely, uh, it's going to be completely weird, uh, for them, uh, to have a drink. I will be glad to have a drink. As it's, uh, close to quarter to three, you can tell my voice is kind of, uh, kind of hoarse and, I got a very, very long day in front of me tomorrow with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio network. So uh, I'm going to uh, stop the uh, recording of this live inside pitch podcast here tonight. I really appreciate you all hanging out with me here this evening. Again, you can subscribe to the inside pitch podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google play, the iHeartRadio app. If you're listening uh, to Inside Pitch Podcast on iTunes. Uh, yeah, can you leave me a rating and a review, please? It really does help me try and reach as many Rays fans as possible. Uh, again, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Inside Pitch Pod. And if you have questions, you can always send them to InsidePitchPod at gmail.com. So uh, until Tuesday, uh, there will not be an Inside Pitch Podcast on Monday but we will have one on Tuesday. So uh, I will talk to you then here on 95.3 WDA and AM 620. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.